everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. And this week, me and Nate are sitting down in the studio with Crystal again to talk about aliens, alien abduction, just different theory at theoretical. Yeah, there we go. Theoretical stuff like that on episode number 62 of the podcast. So uh, sit back and enjoy another another uh, intriguing episode. Episode number 62, Pilgrims and Prodigals podcast. Did you guys hear about that father and his son? Okay, so the son dressed up as Hitler, and the father dressed up as like a Nazi soldier. Like a yeah, that's yeah, it was so bad. It's not cool. Yeah, he got like ridiculed by everybody, and then later on Twitter was like, "Uh, thinking over it, that probably wasn't the best idea." So you're just thinking about it after the fact, (laughs) right? How old was this? Uh, I mean, I'm like five or six, something like that. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah, yeah, he was he was a young one. But apparently, the dad said that they like to celebrate like historical based themes. Which why not be like European or American soldiers? Yeah, you know, like why not be an ally? Why be the bad guy? (laughs) Why be the Axis powers? Like especially Nazis. Yeah, like let me just one thing uh, to be the Japs, but let me just put on like a Stalin outfit and then just go trick or treating. What's Damn crazy? It, Keith, why are you recording when I just said Japs again? Fuck <laughs> you, dude. They Every time they don't listen anymore, so we're well, good. That's why they don't listen. Because I say Japs. Okay. Anyway. Uh, did Nate tell you why the Japanese don't listen to our show anymore? Oh wait, no, no, because we, we didn't we air had, that episode. We had a, we had a well. They just yeah, quit so listening. We got really drunk one night and decided to record, and I went <laughs> off on a tangent. Making jokes I'm about not racist, uh, but I was definitely making some jokes. Making so. jokes about Nagasaki and Hiroshima. That's pretty bad. Yeah, we didn't we didn't post it, but before that, we had been <laughs> hinting at some jokes, and we lost the like three percent of Japanese following we had. So. Yeah, we did, and then we lost the rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> All everyone else, we had yeah. to rebuild. So. Yeah. So what is what episode is this, Keith? 62? Oh, this is episode 62 that we are recording tonight. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. I might cut that first part out, so we'll see. I thought it was kind of fun, but we probably will. Anyways, welcome to the podcast, everybody. Episode 62. This week, we have Crystal back on the podcast with the very um, charming, the very delightful... <laughs> Nate Betteridge. Uh, where's the uh, Where's the sound box thing with the cheering and the booing? And it's stuff? dead. It's dead. What are you doing, man? What are you doing? I thought Sorry. you were trying to be professional. Look at this setup. You don't yeah. even have anything I, set up? I tried. I tried. Anyway. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm back. Good to Thanks be back. back. It's been like a month. Mm-hmm. Right? About a month. Yeah. yeah. What are we talking about today? It's been like two months since I've been in here recording. Oh, yes, it has. Because you're always out of town. Yeah. yeah. I've been to other places. Yeah, so I'm been, I'm doing good. Um, nice, good to be back. Good How's to have the dog? Crystal back. The dog is. How's Tina? Splendid. She's, mm-hmm. she's doing well. Um, yeah. So tonight we have Crystal back. Uh, for anybody that listens, do you know what episode it was? What number? 
It was like 28 or something like that. 30 or something. Yes. But anyway, was, um, was a good Aliens podcast. podcast, probably the number one most requested follow-up episode or guest. You killed it on that episode, by the way, yeah. because everyone loved it. Great. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was different. So it's, yeah. a, hot, it's a hot topic, controversial topic, and people like to probably get high and listen to stuff like that. Yeah. And, um... <laughs> one of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> Um, or laugh. One of the two. It's usually yes. one of the two. So so what's up, Crystal? How you doing? I'm great. Thanks for having me back. Oh, yeah. Um, so I, I, I'm doing this thing where I, I want to like start off with just like a random question on the podcast. So if I asked you what your favorite uh, canned vegetables are, what would you say? Definitely lime and Lima beans? Ah. Okay. Lima beans are good. It's like a really hipster choice, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. I like corn. Specifically creamed corn. It's just really good. You're such a man. Well, maybe not the creamed part. Nah, dude. It's the best. That's not even... Corn shouldn't even be a vegetable. It's like a grain or something. I'm Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is a grain. Pick something different. Non- <laughs> okay, okay. Non-maize okay. related. Now that you're rejecting my choice, uh... <laughs> Not to sound like a total hipster, but you should really eat your vegetables fresh and not in a can. Yeah, oh, only okay. eat live foods, Keith. <laughs> like, li- like, don't take that too deep, okay? You know what it means. <laughs> and if we're talking about vegetables, Brussels sprouts is 100% always the way to go. Okay. They're great. They are great. I honestly, I don't, I don't think I've ever had a Brussels sprout. Just saying. Don't you put like garlic or butter or something on them? And bacon. Bacon? And can you, like, wrap it in bacon? Would that be good? You can. Anything fatty and Brussels sprouts goes together really good. Okay. Yeah. All right, so next episode that you're on, Crystal, we're going to do that live. Okay. Bacon. Cooking edition. <laughs> Cooking edition. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to stream it from the kitchen. It's going to be great. Nice. Nice. Uh, my favorite, it's not canned, but it would definitely be asparagus. Yeah. Dude, yes, asparagus. I love me some asparagus. Like, Gotta get those prebiotics. Like baked? Pre? Prebiotics. That's yeah. probiotics. Probiotics are a different thing. That's cabbage. What? And Brussels sprouts. Yeah. Did you know that, Kristen? <laughs> Wait, is that gotta, keto thing? You gotta prime the lining before you put the bacteria in there. You okay, know what I'm okay. It's like using protection. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Is that a keto thing? Uh, yeah, I, I, by the way, your I, jokes are on point I today. Did, I Nate. did. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I did saying. learn. I did learn those things while studying the ketogenic diet. Yes. Okay. So I will say that asparagus baked in the oven, a little bit of oil on the pan, and then some, uh, Parmesan cheese. You bake it, wait till it's almost done, put some Parmesan cheese on it and then let it bake for a couple more minutes. Yeah. But do you like a firm asparagus or a limp asparagus? Uh, I don't know. I kind of like it uh, crispy. I think it's better. What do you think? I like a limp asparagus. Okay. Soggy. <laughs> yeah, cool. Me hey, too. I like it's it your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> Sorry. Listen. I knew what you were thinking you, the whole when time. When you worked with her, you know that, you know that everything is suggestive, okay? She, no, she, makes, a good one. she makes a joke out of everything. So. No, that was good. Anyway, to, to hit on that real quick before we get in the main topic, um, 
just want because we we kind of mentioned it on, on the last time she was here, mm-hmm. but I'd just like to uh, what's the term? Plug. Um, Maddie Moves Custom Meats in Mechanicsburg, Indiana. If you're anywhere Bam. local, most of our fans probably are. Um, if you have any uh, desire to eat meat in your life and eat good quality meat, you might want to check them out. They're right off State Road 30... Six. 36. Six or eight. Yeah, 36. Yeah, yeah. Um, in Mechanicsburg. Uh, this is where I used to work. It's where Crystal works now. They just started selling a deer cover scent that I saw, Ooh. too, actually, right? Uh-huh. Um, and coming so up you, on gun season for deer, if you want to get a, some... a ninja in the bushes yeah, stalking your prey. Yeah, yeah. If you want to get some fresh processed venison from your own efforts, please bring your deer to Maddie Moose. They'll now, how do you make that of. cover? Do you, like, take out the, like, urine extracts? Yes, actually, we cut the tarsal. Wait, was I right? You were kind of right, yes. Dude! So we take the tarsal gland off the deer, and then we basically soak it in a secret solution. Ooh, um, like you're, it's a secret sauce. It is a secret sauce. Boom. Um, but it's mostly deer pee. Cool. And it works. Do you Perfect. Use, do you use buck and doe, or just doe? Well, it would be buck if it's tarsal gland. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. I have no idea what a tarsal cool. gland is. I'm guessing it's they, uh, they something. Rub, the, is it... the bucks rub that gland. It's on their legs. They rub it on uh, saplings and stuff to kind of mark their territory. Okay. You cool. guys are the animal experts. So. Somewhat, somewhat. Cool. Good stuff. Well, let's get into it. Keith, do you have anything you want to start us with? Um, Word of prayer. Yes. Uh, Lord, <laughs> be with us. That's a joke. Aliens. Okay. If you're watching, uh, what what do we say to aliens if they're watching? I don't know. I don't pray to aliens. How do Maybe you? Maybe Crystal could help us. <laughs> she doesn't pray to aliens. Pray I Have you ever probed. talked to an... No, pray that'd be... Pray not to get pro. Don't probe That's us, why. <laughs> That's what I pray for every night. <laughs> <laughs> My wife, I mean, <laughs> you know. Uh, sounds like you got an interesting relationship yeah. there. That's a joke. So anyway, um, Crystal, have any of your belief systems regarding anything scientific oh, or spiritual, have you been enlightened? Has your Have your opinions changed at all, or do you just want to go deeper and dive deeper into things we already talked about? Um, I mean, I'll do whatever you guys want. I I do believe in lots of spiritual things including God and I have a strong faith but I don't believe that you have to choose between a belief in God and a belief that aliens are or are not real Great. Yeah, yeah that's that's why I wanted yeah. to have you back on because the last episode me and Nate did we were kind of talking about that uh, I think it was like half the episode we were pretty much talking about well, we started off talking about just evolution and how that doesn't necessarily like disprove God, even if el- evolution was the more viable option on how we got here. But then we got into like aliens and alternate universes and stuff like that. And it's like, you know, why couldn't that be an option? Why can't that be a thing? Like, why does that, you know, all powerful God can do anything he wants with a thought and, you know, why, why do we have to be so self-entitled that we are the only, 
worthwhile thing in the entire universe or like multi-universe existence you know 100 percent agree with that yeah i think creation and evolution can both be real mm-hmm. yeah and that's kind of what we were talking about on the last podcast i think yeah I, I totally the last that. year or so i've come to that realization that um i think evolution is definitely real um even if they have some of the facts wrong i think that the overall premise has got to be accurate and i don't think that that has to disprove uh god um i mean just so that you're aware um i've come to the place in my life where i no longer consider myself to be a christian um i do believe in god um as creator but that's about as far as i'm with the spiritual stuff at the the moment although i'm very open to things but um as he's wearing an i-town church t-shirt yeah it was clean (laughs) no 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 i i'm like i have nothing against church um in general yeah but uh i mean there are issues i have with things the church does and believes but we've talked about we've talked about that a lot but just so that crystal knows where i'm coming from i'm kind of rebuilding my understandings about the deepest most important parts of life kind of from the ground up and the only spiritual reality that i've come to that i can't kick the belief in is that evolution had to have a spiritual beginning for it to happen yeah i don't think that things so unintelligent can form such deep intelligence by their own power i think there has to be a a greater mind behind that yeah so um we mentioned it on the last one that i wanted to get into like more of the spiritual implications of what it would mean if aliens are real um versus what traditional christianity has to say about that and then kind of what your ideas are about the ancient aliens theory about like anunnaki and you know whether or not we've been manipulated by aliens are aliens spiritual are aliens natural i'm sure you've heard a lot of those theories so take it away uh do you have a specific question that yeah, would be so, better because you yeah, just we, said yeah, we yes, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Nate can, tends can, to do that. I tend to. Do He's that. like, here's a huge idea. Yeah. What do you think about that? Yeah. So, <laughs> okay, let's let, let's just take one bit at a time. So, yeah. Um, in your opinion, I know you've stated that you believe in God and you believe in aliens. So, in the spiritual spectrum, what are aliens, in your opinion, from your experience? Are they supernatural or are they strictly natural? natural okay so you don't believe that they are a embodiment of a spirit at all i don't believe that from my experiences but i will tell you having been abducted by aliens i've researched this my entire life and there are several races of aliens so a lot of people do believe that the aliens that they encounter um, could be like spirits of past loved ones mm. or people who are almost like in purgatory who are kind of in between um, you know a heaven and a hell just kind of in limbo um, for me the only aliens that I have encountered just seem to be like another race of people another you know, they're just like yeah. you and me. They have their jobs. They have their families. They have 
That's what I'm saying. Like I, we we talked about on the last episode. Um, pretty much, um, what I, what I was saying is, you know, we as an evolved human state, uh, the what was the first one? I thought it was funny the way you said it, it was called like Homo erectus, yeah. which I thought was just a, we're Homo sapien now. Just but, a, I don't know. It's just a funny funny thing to call it. One one or two. Uh... Most most anthropologists say that one or two species removed from us yeah. evolutionarily is Homo erectus. Yeah, sounds great. <laughs> Anyways, um, so that was Crystal like Crystal tries to convince everyone that they're every male that they're Homo erectus. Sure. Or that you at least have had a couple tendencies in your life that you could have been swayed towards. Fair enough. It's a, it's a theory. Just, it's, it's 2018. Definitely, it's definitely a theory. It's, it's yeah. 2018. Anyways, <laughs> before we go off on that rabbit trail, I actually just did an, I did an interview, I think it was Tuesday night, uh, as a woman. She's an LGBT advocate for the church, uh, and I actually did a pretty good in- interview with her. Uh, very thought-provoking, for sure. But, uh, so the first um, kind of conscious human is that would that be the good description to put on it sure some like that the first uh walking upright conscious human or whatever was only about ten thousand years ago so given like 300 400 years i mean at that point i feel like we would have the capability the technological advancements to be able to travel to other galaxies and other uh, planets, you know, we'd be able to develop the technology of like light speed and shit like that. So we'd be able to make those kind of leaps. So I don't think it's like that big of a claim to say maybe there's another race out there that is that old that's been able to make those advancements to where they're able to come here and they have, you know, cloaking mechanisms and they have ships that can be hidden and are fa- undetectable and fast enough to travel interplanetary and stuff like that so i don't know i don't think it's beyond the realm of possibility i really don't i wholeheartedly believe that we do have that technology and that our government not to sound like some you know like you go for it build a bunker conspiracy theorist but i do believe that we um probably hide a lot of the technologies that we do have um and i will say that from my experience, aliens are living among us. They can come here and disguise themselves in a way that, you know, yeah. unless you're open to it or unless they choose you to see it, you will not see it. Yeah. What percentage of UFO sightings do you think are legit extraterrestrial versus something else? I can't give you a statistic because I haven't, like, I'm not ready with that, but I can yeah. say that I think a lot of them are probably real. But I think, like, from my experience, when you tell somebody, oh, I've been abducted by aliens since, you know, I was in third grade, the first thing they think is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so I think you do get, you know, your backwoods hillbilly that's like, I done saw a spaceship. But I also think that a lot of people see things. Um, and number one, they don't realize that it was an alien or a UFO. Yeah. They just think, oh, well, that was a weird occurrence or that was strange. Um, I mean, I've seen things like it would, 
you know, it's it's like a clear night outside. I'm just walking around, and you know, you see like a flash go by in the sky, and I don't know like how often comets go by, but I don't think like that happens very often. But I mean, it could be like a spaceship or something like zooming past. I mean, so one of the most common things that people um, say, like when they have had some sort of encounter with an alien, is that um, it usually had something to do with nature. They were either out on a drive, mm. or they were taking a hike, or they were camping, and then they saw um, like an animal that seemed out of place. Yeah. A lot of times it's an animal that has like large eyes, so it would be like an owl, or a deer. Um, oh yeah, because we talked about that last yeah, time we with talked owls. About the owl. And I was telling you about that dream I had with the freaking owl it scared the mmm out of me. That was a scary ass dream, dude. I'm telling you. So, yeah, a lot of people think, well, I just had this really weird encounter with a rabbit, when in reality it wasn't a rabbit. (laughs) And then they may see this rabbit, you know, like three or four times throughout their life, and they're like, oh. They don't put two and two together that, like, oh, well, that seems really strange that there would be the same rabbit, you know, at my house, or... Yeah, question. Yeah, I'm trying to formulate it. So I guess the gist of what I'm trying to get at with this next question is... Believing in both a natural species of creature that would be considered like the greys, for example, or something we've talked about before, and then believing in some form of higher power, Yahweh, Jehovah, whatever, um, do, does your like worldview think that these things happen for like a reason? Like, do, Are you one of the people that think... Um, everything happens for a reason and it's all going towards like a, a higher purpose or does, is God kind of disconnected from his hand on what the extraterrestrials are or are not doing here? Like, do you think it's part of his hand or not? I think that changes for me based on what stage I am in my life. Because there have been points in my life where I rely heavy on my faith and I say, oh, everything happens for a reason. God has a plan for me. But then there are also times where I think, well, how would that even work into God's plan? Mm -hmm. And I think that it would be totally unrelated. But I think sometimes just as a person, you almost need to believe in something. You need to say, yeah. this is God's plan. Because otherwise you might not get through really trying God's plan. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, no, Keith, I don't have my point. <laughs> Shit, what was I Alright, so my question. Yeah. So, Crystal, do you think that um, there are like a certain kind of people or a certain like mindset um, of people that different aliens maybe different aliens want to interact with different kinds of people i don't know but is there like a specific do you think there's a specific they're looking for when they're trying to choosing who they're going to interact with and who they're not going to yes and i think um that has several answers the first one being i think they want the average person so like for me i come from the an average home you know i had a mother and father um you know upper middle class you know, we live in a normal suburban home. There's nothing spectacular about us. Yeah. So I think they want to study you because you are common. 
and they want mm. to know the ins and outs of the, you know... The common human yes. being, yeah. One could argue that Americans are very uncommon in the world, in that we are certainly at the highest rate of wealth per household. We are. Are there a lot of reports of these same type of experiences happening in like third world countries with real poor people or does that not really get covered i i can't say that because i think it's nobody is in uganda asking children hey have you seen well, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what i'm saying is have you been it, abducted is, by is somebody <laughs> is somebody even over there researching that right you know now I will that say... would be really interesting if there's similar experiences going on with people that have never even yeah. heard about it yeah you know what i mean because in America, you grow up hearing about alien abduction, even if it's never happened to you. You know, you had probably heard of it, I would imagine, before it even happened to you. Probably, yes. Yeah, even if you didn't remember. Like, it just, you, you go to any fair and you see, you know, alien balloons and mm -hmm. stuff, <laughs> you know. So there's kind of that culture, that Roswell culture um, still in our in our country, you know. Now, I will say in other cultures, um, you know, alien abduction or seeing, you know, lights in the sky. Um, That's And true. I'm just going to say, like, Hispanic culture. Um, but I almost 100% believe they immediately go to spiritual. Like, oh, I saw lights in the sky. Um, because they are more spiritual people. They um, tend to cling to more of you know, traditional mm. godly beliefs. Well, yeah, I mean, most, correct me if I'm wrong, but most, like, Hispanic households are more traditional, like, Roman Catholic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're more of a voodoo, Catholic background. A lot of voodoo, too, in those cultures. <clears throat> I think that's getting more towards, like, the Jamaican islands and stuff, but I'm not sure. I know it's, I mean, it's still pretty heavy in Mexico, I know that. Oh, is it? But further okay. south of Mexico, I'm not really sure, but. Okay. Well, I was raised um, in, like, a strict Catholic um, house, and it was kind of like my parents were like, oh, no, you don't, you don't say you were abducted by aliens. That's demonic. You know, it's like you don't, you don't talk like that. You don't say this. Right. And they actually, at one point, when I just would not give it up, were like, let's talk to the priest who says, like, oh, child, you're troubled, and you need to confess your sins. <laughs> and it's like, no, I'm not troubled. Um, being taken it's so funny that when that whenever there's anything that the church cannot explain it's just it's always a demon possession it's always a de demonic attack yeah. it's like if if something can't be explained or controlled by the church it's always demonic every time so i will tell you that like uh, my parents went through um pretty much every resource they could to like try to convince me that I was not being abducted or to help me get through it once they at some point said okay maybe something is happening to her mm -hmm. and just by chance um two Mormon boys they were probably late teens early 20s knocked on our door and you know my parents were just at their wits end and they told them all the things that were going on and wow these two, Catholics were looking to Mormons for yeah, advice and these two, you must have been pretty far out there yeah <laughs> and these two Mormon boys got on our living room floor and they prayed with me and they taught me a prayer that I still actually say to this day every day before I go to bed 
But what was really crazy is, as we're laying on the earth, sitting on the floor, praying, my front door blows wide open. Ooh. And I still, to this day, say that was like some sort of... Yeah. But my parents are like, that was a heavy windstorm. And I'm like, no, it was not. Hmm. But crazy. shout out to the Mormons for helping me through it. Yo, Mormons, <laughs> shout out. Those were two nice boys. Good job. Yeah. So obviously you have a lot of personal experience that leads you to believe in the things that you have faith in. And I, I highly respect that because that's, I think that's one of the big themes that finds itself in a lot of our episodes is that we're really looking for people that have experiences that really are founding to a faith. Like for instance, you look in scripture and we see stories like Abraham and you know, his descendants and many of them have, you know, chronicled stories in the Bible of them having personal interactions with God. And if those things actually did happen, if those are true, then that's certainly something to base the rest of your life off of, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, Except the story of Abraham and Sarah is kind of crazy. Well, yeah, but I mean, a lot of it's, I don't even remember, dude, I haven't read a Bible. I'm just saying if it's true that he grew up in the culture that it said he did and that God really did come out and, speak to him in a way that was undeniable to him and that it was totally taboo in their culture to up and leave with that kind of wealth. And he just did. And he left like that's, you know, and then everything that happened from there forward, like I can, I can see how that would start three major, well, I guess kind of four, if you want to consider Catholicism and Protestantism, two different religions, four major world religions, um, that still exist today, you know, 4,000 years later. So, yeah. Um, okay. It's just an example, but like a lot of people don't, a lot of people believe things, but they have no personal reason of experience why they do. It's a lot of word of mouth. You know, I was, I was having a kind of heated discussion with one of my coworkers the other day, like, in my opinion, one of the problems with most people that follow Abrahamic religion today is that it's largely based on word of mouth and blind belief. There's very little, coming from somebody that's been in it my whole life, very little testimonies of people having things that are super, super, super undeniably personable from God to them. It's a lot of God working through people. Um, And maybe that's how he works. But at some point you think that if you're supposed to have that deep of a relationship with God himself, that God himself would be personal with you. Mm -hmm. So little tangent there, but that was all to say that we respect you for believing the things you do, even though people call you crazy for it, because it's based on something you've actually truly experienced. And the most logical thing for you to assume and believe is what you do, you know? So, yeah. So, so you said that they want to, so they, they pretty much want to observe common people is what you're saying i believe so yes okay so they want to observe common people they want to use us almost as test subjects Mm -hmm. um i believe again not to sound like a wackadoodle but i believe that um through a series of abductions they've taken samples from me so they've taken my blood my dna um they've taken eggs from me Really? You think so? Yeah, um, absolutely. Okay. Um, and I think they do all of this to 
study who we are, study our diseases, study the way we live. Okay. I mean, I would totally be cool if they just wanted to, like, take me and talk to me. I yeah, mean, I'd probably, if they would have taken Do you think me, they do? And then they, like, we just don't remember it? That's very well possible. I think they, um, you remember what they allow you to remember. Yeah. And I think they do that through, um, a lot of people call them screen images. Okay. Um, or, like, flashbacks. Um, so they, like, almost implant these images in your mind. Um, and then, you know, if they don't want you to remember that, then you don't. Yeah. Or a lot of people don't remember them until something triggers it. There's almost like something like, almost like uh, the feeling of like heroism, um, of like knowing that I've, like if you've been, if you've interacted with like something bigger than yourself, it's almost like a feeling of like when you have like a moment with God, like I... Like, I go back to that dream that I was telling you about last time. And I really feel like that was... that I really feel like that, that was something that was more than just a dream. Probably was. So, to that extent, I mean, one could compare that to, like, an encounter with God almost. Like, it, to the same feeling. Not saying, like, an alien is God, but the same feeling of, like, I interacted with something bigger than at least humankind and there's like a feeling a sense of like almost like accomplishment out of that um i can see where you're coming from for me it's been more of a curse oh it's yeah been more of like this negative energy that hangs over me oh really yes do you want to describe that or go into that at all um you don't have to well for me i just i you know it's something that like Still to this day, I, I can't sleep naturally. I have to take um, a medicine to help me sleep. Mm -hmm. um, I don't like to be out at night because, you know, I don't, I'm terrified at times. Yeah. Anytime I hear an owl, I get like a feeling deep in my guts that just brings terror. Um, Dang, yeah, that's, it's not that something that's been yeah. positive for me. When, when was the last time you believe you were abducted? The last time I believe I was abducted was high school. Okay. Yeah, I, think again, you, I think you mentioned that yeah, before, yeah. I'm not saying, oh, you know, if they don't want me to remember it, I won't remember it. But the last memory I have was in high school. Gotcha. I don't know. Like, if... I don't understand why they don't just... If they're out there, I don't understand why they don't just, like, come chill with us and talk to us. Like, why has it got to be this mysterious thing and they've got to, you know, teleport people in the middle of the night and abduct people or wh however they do it? Like, why not just say, hey, we're an advanced... I, I don't know. I feel like if we were to discover another planet, we would just send down, like, a, a peace shuttle or something like that. Like, hey, we are from Earth and... We come in peace, or, you know, some cliche like that. Like, why, if there is another advanced species that's monitoring us or anything like that, like, why don't they just be like, hey, what's up? Or do they look, us at, look at us as, like, animals, or? I think a little bit of both. I think, um, 
and maybe this is like out of line, but I think when most people think of um, humans, you know, we're abrasive, we're um, not really tolerant people. I think we tend yeah. to fear the unknown. And Judgmental, time, fearful. Yeah. yeah. Our first reaction is violence. Or you're like, oh, yeah. let's kill the monster. Let's do this. Like, you know, praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. We're those people. <laughs> the Bible and the Second Amendment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think, you know, if they came to us and said, like, oh, we want to visit you. Like, we're going to go, oh, well, let's bomb them. Um, let's attack them. Um, you know, yeah. that's. I just think like just the fear of people. the fear of being overtaken because mm -hmm. if they are able to fly under the radar so um so securely then they've got to be pretty highly advanced i believe so yes from all of my encounters they are much more advanced than us yeah but they're also like but um, what about someone who wouldn't do that like me i if i got abducted which i probably have been um if, did you take the quiz uh i looked yeah yeah i yeah, looked we at had it we had several people who did um we posted about it on our page yeah i don't remember how many it was but uh i answered probably like half the questions in a like positive abductee yeah i don't remember what mine was at yeah. all i don't remember if it was more probable that i was or wasn't honestly but uh definitely after taking the quiz i believe i was abducted there was a few people that were like yep 60 something percent sure that i've been abducted or whatever but but my thing is that like it could just be flaws in the quiz i feel but. like if an alien abducted me and just sat me down and had a conversation with me like i i wouldn't i don't think i would freak out i don't think i'd be like i need to kill you i need let me go back and grab my ar real quick and then teleport me back up like me too. If they were like, hey girl, we're going to take some blood and your eggs. It's going to be fine. I would have been like, okay. They I mean, didn't do that. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't think I would be so calm personally. I think I'd be uh, mule kicking some 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 alien ball sacks and stuff. <laughs> like I'd be getting the heck out of there. Dude, that dream, maybe, maybe I was. Because that dream that I had, I woke up in a freaking hospital bed and I was like, there was someone trying to tranquilize me and I even like turned it around and tranquilized him Tra tranquilize tranq you tranquilize tranquilize <laughs> i don't even know Tranqu tranquilized <laughs> keith is our resident redneck <laughs> I, I done straight did, from west virginia i done did tranquilized him i lived in west virginia for a he year did. He so. did. Yeah. and i was born in virginia so You're starting to look like it again with your beard man i'll give you a surprise i'm cutting it tomorrow i am too for a you're cutting my beard tomorrow? No, my, I'm cutting my facial hair because of my <laughs> What facial hair? Ah, asshole. You're little... So, anyway, I'm, I'm very interested in this right now because I'm trying to formulate my beliefs on this. So and Also, you've been abducted and you're in denial. Just saying. Maybe. Boom. Maybe. Get so, out of denial. I, I just, I just want to check this off the list of building an understanding of your worldview. So... Yes. I know that you're very open to traditional understandings of the Bible being altered. Mm -hmm. So, um, what is your belief of the accuracy of the creation account in Scripture? And how does that involve your personal opinion of how we came to be as humans and how they came to be as aliens? 
Um, mm, good question. Okay. So, like m- most people who have, at a point in their life, called themselves Christian, I wholeheartedly want to believe in the fairy tale that is creation. You know, I mm-hmm. I love the storytelling element of on day one and day two and yeah. day three. I, I love that. <laughs> and I I think that's great for people to know. However... It is a bit far-fetched. Yeah. So I think yeah, that 100%. God, as the Almighty, who can do anything he sees fit. So I think he had a hand in creating life. And then over time, it grows and it changes. And it turns into, you know, what we eventually are, are humans. So... In another world, in another universe, wherever they're from, sort of the same thing. They probably started off as, you know, organisms. Subatomic that, particles. Yeah. That okay. grew and changed. So you you are a theistic Darwinist. Uh, sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just coined that term myself just now. I would I say, so you... Very coinable. Yeah. So you and I are in agreement on that then. We both believe in God. We both believe in... Darwinistic concepts of evolution. Mm-hmm. I also believe that, just so you know. Okay. I, I didn't want to speak for you, but I think you do, yeah. So, um, okay. So, just but just you micro believe... evolution. <laughs> what about a change of kinds? <laughs> um, so, um, you don't think there's reason to believe that we are directly related to alien race? Mm, okay, so now you're getting into something else because. Okay. I believe that, like I said, you know, aliens take our DNA. They take our eggs. Um, I'm sure they've taken sperm. So, not mine. That that you know of. They probably took my sperm. The world would have been blown up by now if they took my boys. So, you know, they're taking these things because they want to create almost a hybrid race. Okay. And a lot of people who have been abducted have had encounters with their hybrid children. Really? Are female greys attractive? Um, do you like getting probed? <laughs> <laughs> well, according to your conversation from earlier. Yeah, right, right. Okay, alright, go on. So, yeah, I think um, <laughs> they are taking our DNA because they want to create a, a hybrid race. Okay, so that is to indicate that, no, we're not currently related, but they're trying to force... They're trying to play the hand of God to make it that we are. Yes. I mean, what would they do at that so point? There has to be, they... So there has to be something desirable about us that makes them want to reproduce with us. Yes. Yes. Hey, I'll fair. take that as a compliment. But I will say so, and again, I'm speaking from just things that I've read and other testimonies that I've been given over the years. A lot of people who encounter their hybrid children are taken to nurture these children because um you know grace specifically which is the only race i have encountered they don't have that nurturing that we have so a lot of times children won't grow and thrive without that yeah their touch from a mother or a father yeah and we know that human babies require that mm-hmm. nurturing characteristic otherwise what is it like i mean if you if you deprive like a a newborn baby of 
that nurturing mother uh, kind of mentality, like they'll literally get depressed and die. That's what I heard. That's what I've heard. You're probably true. Um, so on that, that brings a ancient aliens type concept to my mind. That sounds very similar to the story of Moses. So they oh. say that Pharaoh was directly in communication with extraterrestrials. So when he made the decree that Moses was a hybrid, kill child. all the firstborn, and then one lucky baby Moses gets put in a basket and goes down the river and taken into the hands of the Pharaoh's daughter, I think. Um, Pharaoh's wife. Pharaoh's wife or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, they allowed his actual mother to come in and babysit. So could that be metaphorical that Moses was saved amongst all the firstborn because he was genetically such and such. He was a superior. Superior in the lineage from Abraham and that they wanted to preserve him and they brought the mother in to take care of him because Pharaoh was part alien. You just blew my mind. Could be Maybe. true. Could be true. I'm not yachting because it's boring. I've had a really no. long day. That literally, I mean... That when you said that, the whole nurturing thing that came yeah. to my mind that like that sounds like Moses. That's exactly what happened there. And then Yeah. Who knows, man? Could be. That's it crazy to think about. Could be. Now I really hate the fact that it's inevitable that you're gonna go back to Maddie Moose and talk to Kevin about the fact that I believe in aliens. <laughs> which I don't, but I'm open to it. I believe in aliens. I, I, well, let me let me say this. I have no specific beliefs about aliens. I'm open to the idea and the probability that there's life outside of Earth, but to say the greys or reptilians or this or that, I have no personal reason. To no, I don't have a specific. I'm, I'm very no. open to the potential likelihood that yourself and people like you aren't lying, but I haven't experienced it myself, so I can't base any of it off of anything, really. So, I know you didn't bring me here to, like, get into your shit. Oh, can I say shit? Yeah. You, can, we, you we, cannot say shit on this podcast. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> um, you can't say shit. You can't say fuck. You can't say damn. <laughs> what else? So, a long, long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, mm-hmm. you were very, um, bum, bum. you know, bum, bum, by bum. the book. Yeah, yeah. You know, bum, bum, living bum, your life in accordance bum, to bum. the rules of God. And you had several experiences that were 100% in your eyes demonic. Mm-hmm. Now that your beliefs have kind of changed, mm-hmm. where does that sit with you? Good question. So we've hit on this on a couple episodes, um, obviously, that you weren't a part of. So to recap on the, the basics of that, because I, I could talk for an hour just about that, but basically what I've come to realize is that and, and, and my mind could still be swayed, but where I'm at now, thinking about everything really critically and testing and proving things, experiencing things and growing up, I have come to realize that I hit a period in my life after my mom died when I was kind of in denial of that fact, and I wasn't grieving and mourning in a proper way, and I was experiencing things because my brain was trying to repress what was actually going on 
So as I've looked back on a lot of these memories that I have embellished from what actually happened for the sake of giving my life a testimony, I've come to realize that because I'm not trying to sway anyone toward Jesus anymore, I can actually look back at that with a clean lens and dissect where it all started and realize that it was one embellishment after another after another. Lies that I told myself and other people so long that I began to realize, or that I, yeah, I began to realize that it was largely a fabrication of a minor truth. So, though there are one or two experiences that I had that I still can't necessarily place, um, the most logical thing for me to assume at this point in my life is that it was a state of sleep paralysis. Um, and so, that's, a, that's basically it. Um, your brain naturally produces DMT, and if you wake up, especially during pub... I've uh, had it before. I know what you're talking well, about. Well, and it happens a lot during uh, puberty, which is when it was happening for me. I was 12, 13 years old. Um, your brain produces that chemical during sleep at a higher rate than other things. So if you wake up in the middle of the night, there's a good chance that you might hallucinate. So looking at it logically and scientifically and laying everything on the altar, so to speak, and just saying, I want the truth and nothing less, nothing more. I just want the truth. I got to be honest with myself and say that Though I could still be wrong, the most logical thing for me to assume is that I was blinding myself by my faith that I wanted to have in order to think that my mom's death meant something, when maybe it was just natural. And that, you know, I wanted something to live for when I otherwise felt like I didn't have much going on. So that's the truth of where I believe I was and kind of where... I, and why I am where I am now of just testing everything. Because um, as much as anybody, I want something supernatural to believe in. But if there's nothing to believe in, I want to rid myself of the burden. <laughs> that's <laughs> you know? like a lot of guts to say. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. that's what this podcast is about. I mean, I've dismantled every prideful thing I ever built my life on <laughs> by this at this point. Because I just want to be real with people yeah. and real with myself. So I'm tired of living a lie and not even knowing it so yeah yeah any similar experiences crystal no no okay so i have a question so you're entirely certain that everything you believe that happened to you actually happened yes okay fair enough see i just i just don't know i'm like where i'm at is like is that a ufo it is that is super cool (laughs) I see where I'm at is like it it could have been maybe it was maybe it wasn't um I feel like if if the aliens really want me to know any more they'll show me is kind of where where I'm at like if it's really important for me to know that I've been abducted or whatever then I don't know but all right so my question is could hypothetically you've talked about um, aliens stealing eggs, stealing semen, creating hybrid, a hybrid type race. Do you think it's possible that anyone currently alive could actually be a hybrid? Absolutely. Because, like, I, like, me personally, like, I am a twin. So do you think there's a possibility, like... Maybe like I, 
the aliens like did some like is there a possibility that like i could be a hybrid or you could be a hybrid or like something like that i don't know why i said twin that really has nothing to do with it but i mean um, i think yes that's very possible yeah she's like it. yeah keith you are pretty weird it would make sense <laughs> Um, I don't even know how to talk. <laughs> yeah, I think it's very possible. Um, and I think, again, you wouldn't know unless they wanted you to know. Like that weird kid in your elementary school that liked bugs and ate pace. Probably an alien. <laughs> <laughs> um, Aaron, that worked with us. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. If anyone's an alien, he's yeah. an alien. I'm so sorry for so, bringing him into the picture. Well, I mean, I always like... I'm so sorry. Like, I've always felt kind of, like, like socially awkward. Like, I can make myself fit into a crowd, but I, I don't, like, always feel like I do. And it's, like, just stuff like that. I don't... And maybe I'm just reading too much into stuff like that. But uh, just that question of, like, could people be hybrids? Could anyone alive on planet Earth, whether it's me, you, Nate, or anybody else, like... I kind of think so. I kind of think so, too. Um, I think if you are open-minded enough, anything is possible. Like yeah. If you, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. If you're willing to, you know, believe that it could be true, it could be true. I think just like our justice system works best when you're innocent and less proven guilty, I think that, like, all things are possible unless it's somehow proven impossible. And I mm. think it's next to impossible to prove anything impossible. <laughs> yeah. You know, like we talk about this all the time, like the existence of testable, observable science doesn't disprove the possibility of God yeah. or the probability of God. I just you know? wish there was a way to like solve all these unanswerable questions. Uh, I mean, I do too. It's been like something yeah. I've struggled with all my life. Yeah. I want to be able to go to my parents and go suck it <laughs> I'm not I was yeah. right you were yeah, wrong yeah. Uh, but Definitely. I don't think you're it's that's never gonna be a thing you're never gonna get those yeah yeah um so do you believe it's a pretty common belief about aliens and stuff do you believe that they have assisted mankind at any point in history like a common theme is like they've assisted in the building of temples and what's the term uh obelisks or whatever things like that monoliths or whatever with um, the pyramids bro yeah, like they stonehenge. yeah and like various, how, various ones in like the um South how the American hell did cultures. stonehenge get there do, do you believe These in that big side ass of blocks um i can say that i be- i think that that is entirely possible um, it's not something I consider myself well-educated on, so, like, I can't just speak to, like, theories and whatnot, but I think it's absolutely possible. Um, I have ran across a certain theory that, uh, aliens assisted Noah in building the Ark. Really? Mm-hmm. I've heard that theory. It's on, like, episode three of Ancient Aliens, episode, or season one, so, yeah. Bro, I gotta check that out. <laughs> I bought the first season because I want to see what it was about, and I couldn't get through like the first four episodes. But it's a interesting show. I mean, it it poises a lot of really uh, intriguing artifacts and things that you wouldn't see anywhere else. Um, 
that do that do make you wonder. I mean, a lot of the holy books throughout different religions, dating back so many thousand years, have similar um, stories to tell, um, and different ways of uh, telling them. And it does make sense. A lot of the accounts of stuff happening in the heavens and whatnot might actually be a not necessarily spiritual thing, but more of a scientific phenomenon thing with technology and battles in the sky. Science. Uh, pretty interesting. So, I don't know, man. I, I don't know what to believe, um, but it is definitely... Like, I have a lot of time driving by myself on the road to listen to podcasts and think about stuff, and a lot of time in hotels to Look, watch videos. all I'm saying, so. if there's any aliens listening right now... <laughs> Get to know me, man. I'm cool. I'm not saying that like in a way. I'm not. I'm not being. Careful what you asked for, bud. You might get probed. I'm not being sar- sarcastic to you, or like, I'm not making jokes about it. I'm like for real. Like when they do visit you, and you need to talk about it. I'm gonna leave this pamphlet here with you. No way. It gives you. This is from an alien abduction conference in Toronto. Did you go? I didn't. Someone oh. actually sent me a lady that... Disappointing, Crystal. Yeah. So, like, this is, like, when you want it... Like, so, do people who actually get abducted fairly often, they don't... They don't want it? They don't want it, yeah. And these Dang, are never mind aliens. Like, don't do that, please. Come to terms with it and fight entities. Damn. Can we talk about any of those points? Damn. That... Okay, yeah. All right, Nate. Alien abduction. When you want it to stop, colon. <laughs> Coping strategies and resistant techniques. Let's hear Copyright what Copyright Kathleen Martin. So I'm just going to skim through this real quick and look for keywords. All right, okay. key, find one. UFOs dun, dun, and NHI dun, contact. Dun, 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 um, no, I'm just kidding. I saw reptilians in here somewhere. Uh... We all have the right to life and to live in freedom and safety. Tell you what we need to do, Keith, because this is this is not doing this justice. We need to read this. Okay. There's actually a really we, we good both... part in there. Where Ooh, it... the Egyptian god. I just saw it. Where it tells you to sleep Ooh. with a shank under your pillow in case you have to, like... Been doing that real. since I was, like, 16, <laughs> brother. No, not recently. The Egyptian god of death, Anubis, is a popular symbol among... Among some collectors, blah 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 blah. Call upon a higher power. Bullet point number one. Okay. Raise your consciousness. Bullet point number two. Request so, protection. So these guys on. are, these guys are saying that alien abductions are not a good thing. Yes, absolutely. I would say more than half of people don't believe that they're a good thing. Did anybody huh. get probed and was just like, "This is the best thing ever"? Probably that one weird guy from, like, Kansas or something who was like, probably yeah. me again. Have you ever watched that <laughs> SNL skit? <laughs> no. There's an SNL skit. It's funny. So there's, like, this couple that gets abducted by aliens, and they're like, and they took us up in the spaceship, and it was so cool, and blah, blah, blah. And then uh, I think it's, like, Kristen Wiig, and she's like, they shoved something up my ass, and then it hurt real bad. I just wanted to go home. Is it like an old SNL or more recent? It no, it's it was kind of older, but they did like multiple versions of that. So the likelihood of it being good is increased. Because yeah, it's no, old. it's it's really good. Yeah, it's really yeah, good. Nothing on SNL so, is worth watching now. Dude, I don't know, man. It's like, really bad. 
well it's all political but right. with uh i don't know back to like the alien abduction thing like i don't know like there's a part of me that wishes like they could just be cool you know me too yeah like they could just just be cool man let's talk about this yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> i really let's i need i need a t-shirt i need a, i need a t-shirt of keith in his living room <laughs> with an alien just talking it out like let's a freaking cool. like a freaking aa meeting like he, he's just like hi i'm keith Blah, no, blah, no, blah. No. There's just aliens all around. It's just like, me with aliens around me, and the top it just says, "Let's be cool." <laughs> I would wear that shirt. Yeah. All right. Well, we need Let's to make it. We need to make another. We're we're in the process of making Pilgrims and Prodigals t-shirts. Yeah. Which, in case you haven't seen it, there's our wonderful logo right there. My buddy Tyreek, he's one a graphics of, one of a designer. Different logos we have. Boom! Created yeah. that that so. ish right there. Yeah, you guys are like big time. Uh, how many? <laughs> how many downloads do we have total? Uh, almost four thousand now. Four thousand downloads. Yep. Yeah, we're getting there. We're doing something. Anyways, no, dude. Like for real, I don't know. Like I wish aliens could just be cool. Like I know that maybe a lot of people would like fight back, and maybe even I have. But I feel like under the right circumstance, like maybe they need to learn social norms. Like, <laughs> well, maybe their like social if they norms would, are being lived out. It's say, just not normal for us. Well, maybe they just need to learn our culture, right? You go to another country, you learn, like, you know, yeah. how people greet. You Like, you go to Europe or whatever, and people, like, kiss on the cheeks. In America, you get, like, a sturdy handshake. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, like, learning, like, social norms and how to interact with people. I feel like if they've, if they've been observing us for so long, maybe they can just be, like, this is how people interact. I kind of feel like that they almost I don't know. think, like, emotions... And things are beneath them. Like, they're very clinical. Like, they're like, I don't have time for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, everything's so, work and business to them. Uh, Rogan says... Eddie Altmer. Rogan says that his theory is that yeah. eventually humans will be so evolved to where we won't have much of a need for, like, arbitrary emotions. Everything... Like technology will get to such a point. Maybe of they just don't have emotions. Well, this is the yes. theory. This is the theory is that like consciousness Bro. will cross the boundaries between technology and biology so much to where a need for emotions isn't really there. Wait, because wait, in wait, the wait, animal wait. kingdom, are we talking like AI type? Yeah, shit? I mean, yeah, but Bro. with or without AI or whatever, the the theory is that like. Um, as mankind becomes more and more civilized in the way that we operate in a organized culture, the need for like anger and aggression, sympathy and compassion and stuff like that becomes lessened because we aren't tribalistic anymore. Yeah. We are more just a symbiotic thing. Everybody knows everybody's thoughts. We're just like one big life source with a bunch of little pods everywhere like do you think at that point religion dies out i mean i i I think so could be a long time i think time before that i think at the point that it's just a theory anyway tribalism emotions and all that stuff die out i think the dependency for a higher power itself at some point has to die out right um not i don't not necessarily not if it's real not if it's true okay i mean I kind of disagree because I think if you don't have 
Like right now. Suck I'm, it. I'm, I hate to. I, that was like the most. No, like, no, thing I've ever no. You're said, good. But, um, I think if you if we become very clinical and we don't need emotions, we don't have that need to believe in something. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Because, well, it, like, yeah, right yeah. Now, I agree with that. If the existence of religion and the existence of a belief in higher power is based on nothing more than a like instinctual need to believe in something but if that something actually is real and it's not just a fabrication of instinct causing us to want to believe in something see but i kind of question that already like how many people truly believe or they believe because they were taught that's the right thing to do yeah they believe because they're like oh i i need to believe that or they believe because they need that warm and fuzzy feeling, not because they actually believe. At, at some point in history, though, if we believe what we've said we believed regarding like evolution, mm-hmm. at some point our consciousness got to a place where somebody fabricated a belief in a higher power. Mm-hmm. It, 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 let's just assume for a second that there is no higher power. At some point, somebody created the idea that there could be one. So... Can we really trace all religions back to one person's idea? Maybe. Or is it really something ingrained in our nature past a certain point of evolution to feel a need to believe in higher power? Because 10,000 years later, we're still doing it. (laughs) You know? um, I mean, or maybe it's just a long process. I mean, evolution itself is a process. Right, right. But that's that's the whole theory is, is, is like, is it strictly an evolutionary byproduct that we tend to have moral and spiritual beliefs? Or is it because that stuff actually exists and we have just reached the point in our consciousness to where we can access it? Because that's my belief is that there are spiritual realities. There is a higher power. And God set it all in motion with the blueprints for it to happen, waited billions of years, and finally something reached that level of consciousness and their evolution where they could understand aspects of him. And he said, okay, those are going to be my people. That's my belief currently, that there was some ape that reached a point that was so smart that God was like, damn, dude, you got it. Like, you finally are hey, smart. Hey, you grew a thumb. Good You're job. finally smart. Like, <laughs> I think that that was the whole divine thing. God was curious about what would happen if he just created stuff with the blueprints to change and learn about him. So billions of years later. <laughs> Could you imagine God sitting up there and he's like, yo, 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 yo. That thing just cracked a nut with a rock. Dude, consciousness, <laughs> give it to him. Give it to him. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of... Like, it's a funny way of saying it, but yeah, I like, kind of believe in that. Like, I, yeah. I think that God being um, just, I, for lack of a better term, eternally backwards in time, bored. Re- like, he was self-sufficient. He just realized, okay, I'm going to create stuff, and I'm going to make all these laws of science and nature and elements and reactions and stuff and just see what happens. And the end goal of it all is for something to be knowable to me. And, you know, and eventually... You know, humans got to that point where we. So, could do you believe him. that? Do I believe that? Do you believe that? What you just said? Yes. So, wh- what is the difference? So that, that's my most likely belief. Yeah. So, so how can you believe that, but you cannot believe that, um, like, 
alien abductions are like real or you actually went through something like that. But you can believe this concept of like God. I didn't say that I can't believe that that's true. I just don't feel I have enough evidence to to prove it. Or what? But what's your evidence on like the prior? What's your evidence on like? Just, God looked down and saw monkeys at, cracking shit with rocks and was when, like, when all you, right. When you, when you strip everything away yeah. and you look at what we can actually see and observe, I know that I taste, touch, feel, hear things, right? I, okay. You know, I know, I believe that you do and that this isn't all just a simulation. No, I can't see. Yeah, okay, cool. So <laughs> if, you go, if you go backwards with what science says uh-huh. to the Big Bang, to me... That makes total sense that everything's expanding. It started from a central point. Um, seems to make sense that nothing that might have been alive on whatever mass that was that blew up could survive that, and so we'd have to start from subatomic particles because everything incinerated. That that that's why I believe in evolution. But I don't think that in the subatomic particle that you can have the intelligence on its own initiative to create what we are mm-hmm. or anything else that we see. So okay. it makes sense to me that the universe as we know it had some kind of a beginning, um, whether that was the Big Bang that we know or one previous to that. Um, I believe that that had to be started by a higher power, meaning something of intelligent design. So that is where my only real core belief for a god comes from, is when I look far enough back in what we can observe, it doesn't seem to make sense that it could have started out of nothing. Unless the universe itself okay. is god. And eh. So that's, that's the whole thing. And having experienced life and having the good emotions, bad emotions, experiencing how wonderful life is... It seems to make sense to me that this is on purpose and for a reason. So the only logical conclusion I can can come to is that a god intentionally created it, um, whether his hands are like mixed in with it now or not, I don't know. But at some point in history, he was like, boom, let's see what happens. There had to have been some maybe good and bad intentions on his part to see what would happen. I'm not saying God is all good. Definitely not saying he's all bad. Maybe he's a yin and a yang. But I think that a higher intelligence started this out of the curiosity to see what would happen. And hopefully, the hopeful side of me, the faithful side of me, wants to believe that it's because he wants an actual loving relationship with me and you and Crystal and everybody. But maybe that's unrealistic. I don't know. Does that answer your question? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Any thoughts? No, but you just, like, make me think, like, what if he doesn't want, like, a faithful, loving... That's why I continue to podcast and search this stuff out, because if he doesn't, then he doesn't, and that's I mean, there's always the, the anthropological argument, I mean, that, I mean, there is no God, and that this idea that we came up with is that evolutionary byproduct of consciousness and that one day we're going to outgrow this idea it just still, of like it just still doesn't, needing to it think just, it that still we, doesn't answer the question of how it all started that that is if any that's one it, of those things that maybe like maybe we'll never get to maybe it. we just don't know yeah maybe we'll never get to it and but. that's that's what i come down like i've got to at least have that on the plate of options like right maybe we just don't understand i can't look at it and say oh well, i don't know how earth started or i don't know where this desire 
of needing to have a God came from. So obviously God's real. I mean, I believe in God. Don't get me wrong. But also I'm open to the idea that maybe it is an evolutionary byproduct that our brains advance to the point of consciousness. We're able to think about life. We're able to think about death. And therefore we have to have a um, conscious or subconscious um, scapegoat essentially for death. I mean, and and this idea that like, like what you said, that our life has some kind of intrinsic value and that we're, we're here for some kind of purpose. Right. The the only reason we're not right. Maybe Uh, my life has no fucking purpose Granted, and I'm going to live and I'm going to die. Like it just seems like an ant on the sidewalk. And maybe this is biased because we are human, but it seems that it's creepily ironic that we are able to even have this conversation if there is no if there's no potential for that to actually be true because pen- how how ironic is it that the likelihood and i believe for that the like i mean just just i don't know what it is but i've heard it before the likelihood that evolution would turn out on earth the way it did versus other planets mm-hmm. think about the likelihood of that and then think about the likelihood that your consciousness was placed in a human yeah, body. Yeah, the, the anthropic principles, I know, yeah. That seems to be like, yeah, it's absolutely in my mind that it's a possibility that uh, it's not intelligent and that it's not, uh, or even if it is intelligent, that we aren't special or extra loved by God versus dirt. Yeah, sure. It just seems hard to believe considering that we're actually in the place we're in experiencing it. To feel the love that a mother feels for her children. I don't know that, but she she would. It seems very ironic that you would be both awake and able to even experience anything, let alone that kind of love, let alone however many years you've lived on Earth, let alone the ability to understand that modern science can prove that we're one of infinite planets that seem to actually be able to support life. I think it's, humanity you know, needs God. Maybe. Because yeah. Yeah. if we don't have something to believe in, like that belief and that um, it keeps people kind, it keeps people living good, wholehearted, faithful lives, I think without something to believe in, we become like faithless, we become chaotic, we become... All the dark things that we try not to be. So I'm going to get real. Is this why you believe in God? To escape the dark side of humanity or because you really believe in God? I think, again, that that has a lot to do with what stage in my life I'm in. Fair. That's a good good answer. I think there are times where I wholeheartedly want to cry out to God and I believe it and I rejoice in it. And then I think, excuse me, there are other times where it's like, do I believe in this because it's been pushed down my throat? Or do I believe in this? Yeah, no. I. Yeah. You're an alcoholic. What? So, what were you saying, Nate? That I hate you, and you shouldn't pause the podcast and then not play it back so we don't know what we're talking about. Anyway, we need to wrap this up, but... um. <laughs> Final thoughts. Yeah, we had we had a little pee break, smoke break, intermission there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Thank yeah, you, Crystal, I guess, for I being guess, here. I guess final thoughts. I mean, I don't know. We didn't have, like, bullet points to go off of, so I don't know if there were things that we didn't hit that we meant no, to hit. we but had no points tonight. I think it was good. Um, I had how fun. Long are we in? Yeah, we're, we're at time. Okay. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. You're As seriously always. welcome onto the podcast anytime. Yeah, yeah. I look forward to our next episode, Brussels sprouts. Oh, okay. Bacon so, wrap, Brussels sprouts, live from the kitchen. We'll um, we'll get a bunch of dietary nutrition topics pulled up. Boom. Keto. You don't know how much this speaks to my soul, Crystal. Keith <laughs> knows it. I'll like try to squeeze this shit in there, and I'll be like, okay, okay, keto boy. I just make jokes about it. I'm just like, you know what? I'm not even that. I was I was for like a solid month. It didn't work <laughs> for me. But anyway, um, yeah, thanks Thanks for coming on. The thanks truth for, is out there. What? The truth is out there. The truth is out there. The truth is there. out there. X-Files. Oh. Boom. Oh, right, right. I haven't seen that show in a while. It's out there somewhere. Yeah, it is regarding everything, right? We just have There to is truth, and that's, you know, that's it. why I love doing this podcast. I love <laughs> having people like you, Crystal, on. I'm just pretty, like, everyone we've had on this podcast has been amazing, um, and I love just the idea of like exploring religion, aliens, philosophy, science, politics, whatever it is. I mean, everything we get into is a good conversation. Um, and I love, you know, that we're doing this podcast and just having these great conversations with people. Um, I like that. So. Yep. And if you didn't check out our live stream last night uh, with last Joseph night. Shipley um talking about fundamentalism right mm -hmm. yeah uh i didn't yep. listen to more than like 10 seconds of it on the live stream because i was busy uh i know keith, i saw you coming in and have out you, have you posted it yet keith it's on facebook the it, live video is right but is it on podcast i have yet? not i'm still up okay. i'm still editing the episode but okay. yeah well by the time that people are listening to this it should be uploaded it will be um so if you haven't checked that out yet which you couldn't have unless you watched it live um please do uh, should be good. Joseph's been on what three, four times already. Yeah, always good. Um, so check that out. Keith, hit us with the other. Cool things. and yeah, go to iTunes, give us a rate and a review. It helps us out a lot as far as climbing the podcast charts. Um, you know, do the download, all that cool stuff. Go to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram that we never use. Like I quote every time, but uh, go to Facebook, join the group, um, get involved. Uh, like the page, whatever. Um, and also, if you are really interested, we are still trying to grow our Patreon page right now. As I've stated before, our first 10 patrons, we are going to be printing out t-shirts with the Pilgrims and Prodigals logo on it. And our first 10 patrons will get one of those for free, just for even a, a tier one sub of $5. So that's a good deal, considering that t-shirts are like $25 to make something like that sure thing but uh, if you don't have anything else I've got one last quick question for Crystal that I meant to ask earlier if, oh great if anyone another is, hour long conversation no no no, no 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 if anyone uh, that is listening is struggling with um, if you will the identity crisis of have I been abducted or not uh, two things one we will post some of the questions and um, ideas or advice given in this pamphlet that you gave us on our page. And secondly, what would be your advice in like 
minimal characters, what would you what would you say? Like, what your, is your advice for somebody dealing with that? What should they do? Um, do your research. There are tons of websites that have chat forums and um, discussions about abduction. Um, there is an author called Whitley Schreiber who writes a series of books about alien abduction. There's another podcast that I love to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, it's called The Paracats, and the host is Mike McClellan, and he does a lot about alien abduction um, and also other supernatural things. Um, there is a lot of things. And then also, if you just want to chat or whatever, you can reach out to me via Facebook. We have a conversation. And what is your name on Facebook? Crystal Quinn Palmieri. All right. Very good. Sounds good. And until the next episode, uh, stay fresh. And wear your deodorant. Peace off. <laughs>